Hello, everybody. On tonight's podcast, I'm joined by just Steve because Benny's a jackass and uh, has decided to abandon the podcast on such an important Sunday night. This intro is going to be very fast because I am pretty turned. The Tampa Bay Bucks and the New England Patriots. Wow, what a game. I love Tom Brady. I love Mac Jones. I love these guys. They're basically, um, you know, two of my favorite human beings alive. How about that? I won so much money for my bookie this week. I love that man as well. Uh, here is, without further ado, I don't need to even say anything more on this intro. Here is Steven. Hello, Steven. Hello, Bit. Oh, wait. Benny's not here. Oh, wait. You know, when I, before you came on, Steve, I was going to originally do the episode alone. Thank you for joining. I don't want to do that. Uh, and my, my basic start was, I think Benny's, uh, finagling all of us i don't think he's actually on a company retreat i think he's lying to everybody i think he's selling his body or doing nefarious things to get his money this man cannot hold a schedule to save his life i think he's been lying to everybody including his family including his loved ones his entire adult life i don't think he ever went to school am i crazy for saying that no i i these are things we don't know 100 percent with certainty what Benny's up to. Who doesn't know about a company retreat? They spring it on this. Yeah. Oh, surprise company retreat this weekend. Uh, I hope you guys don't mind. It's Friday. Yeah. What is this? And the thing is, is he moves to Colorado randomly. Yeah. Nobody even know knows where. what he does. Nobody actually knows what he really does. It's, it's, I'm not no telling straight answers to this guy. I don't even, if he could give straight answers, he would. I don't think he knows how to. I think he's, uh, I think he's, uh, He's a great liar. Benny is one of the most, one of the best liars we know. Um, props to him. I wish I can lie like Benny. Want to know a story before we talk about games? By the way, what a week this week. So my girlfriend's in town. She's actually in, in the room right now. Um, I pick her up Saturday morning. Her flight gets in 8 a.m., okay? I have my alarm set. I promise you. I swear to God I have my alarm set from like 7.15 to 30. 45 whatever it's a 12 minute drive to the airport so i'm like whatever i get a call at 8 20 okay and she's like where where are you i'm here i say oh i was just waiting for you to call me that's that was a total lie okay i told her i told her a straight up lie i just slept through my alarms they didn't go off i didn't have to lie i could have just said hey my alarms didn't go off it was a faulty alarm total lie i admitted a lie she forgave me thank you sarah thank you for forgiving me beautiful woman she is um shout out sarah too for sending me live video updates of you two inches away from your tv screen watching the game oh i stand very close to that tv that's how i, I act alone <laughs> by the way those videos are not acts that's how i act alone like when i'm by myself just watching football i i don't speak out loud as much i talk to myself in my head more but yeah god it's just what a ride this week okay let's talk the games first game of course is there more what is better for me? Do you think, do you think like an amazing, my favorite uh, <laughs> porno of all time or this game, what do you think is better for me? Like, what do you think gets me, gets me more torqued? I'm going to tell you, I, I, you don't need to answer that. I'll tell you this right now. A Tom Brady Patriots game gets me more torqued. I'm talking a Tampa new England game, especially in this scenario. Wow. Um, I'll do two things here. We'll go, we'll go both teams. Tom Brady came into this game, clearly nervous. I think that was pretty obvious from the start. Uh, he's said at the end of the game and throughout the week that this was very emotional for him. Uh, when he got into when he got into uh, New England last night, people were like at the airport chanting Brady. 
the tribute, all that stuff. That, that stuff is serious for him. Like he spent 20 years there. I couldn't imagine, right? I was tearing up almost just watching it, honestly. And, um, and he played fine, right? He drove them down in the second half, got the game-winning kick, zero touchdowns, zero picks, no fumbles, played a fine game. Um, the MVP on the offense was Leonard Fournette, 91 yards, 20 carries, uh, also had a few big receptions. I think, yeah, three catches for 47 yards. The story of the Bucks, though, and they won this game, and this game was going to be talked about ad nauseum for, for the next couple of days by everybody because it was a great game. It was a 19-17 to 17 game, but it was nail-biter. My heart, Like I said, my heart rate, 143. 143 it got up to. Um, that's not good. Okay, and I also had a lot of money on this game, so, I mean, that's part of the reason. Yeah, that might have added to that. Couple, that added to it 100%. Heartbeats. I'll tell you the truth. I would root for the Patriots. I will never not root for the Patriots again. I root for the Bucks in this game because I had so much money tied to them. I will never not root for the Patriots again. I put that on my mom. I put that on my life. How about that? Unless they play the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Maybe I'll put some financial interest in that. I don't know. That's not going to happen, though, probably. Let's be real. Probably that's, not. Yeah, that's not, that's not a realistic thing. The problem with the Bucks is our defense. And while I was recording my little, uh, my little tidbit by myself, basically what I said was, you came into this year with all 22 starters returning. Your cornerbacks were Carlton Davis, uh, Jamal Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting. Serviceable, pretty good players, especially Carlton Davis. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting broke his arm in week one. He's going to be out for a few weeks. He'll be back. Uh, Jamal Dean will probably be back next week. Carlton Davis had a hamstring injury, and I think it was right before halftime or right after halftime. He had a non-contact injury, and it looks like he tore his quad. That's probably a season ender, and that's their best corner. And he was on punt coverage. Now, you know I'm one to criticize coaches all the time. Most of it's bullshit because none of us actually know anything about anything, like if we're being honest. We don't know what players' coverage assignments are on blown coverage. And that's not coaching's fault, right? That's like that's the defensive player's fault. Yeah, we really know. I, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, it's hard all. to know what blocking assignments are blowing. It's usually not coaches that are screwing this up. But it is a coaching fault to put your only veteran good cornerback on punt return coverage. It makes no sense. And he blew his quad. And it's a freak accident. He might not have blown it, but he got carted off the field. And that's bad. Their secondary is actually bad. Like, it's not, you know, it's not a weakness. It's a bad secondary. Now, some of those guys will be back. They signed Sherman. He looked terrible today. I was thinking Sherman would come in and he'd be, you know, serviceable. Mac Jones yeah. was reeling at him. The, I think at one point he was a uh, seven for seven with like 80 yards against Sherman. That's yeah. not good. That's not what you want to Then again, he did just get signed, but still oh. not a good look for a big name <laughs> corner no, signing. Exactly. A few other notes on this. Um, uh, Joe Tyron, Joe Tyron, the rookie that they drafted with like the 32nd pick who was not a real need, but you know, a. Uh, uh, it's a uh, it's gluttony at this point for the defensive line. He had a great game. He had uh, two sacks on Mac Jones. <clears throat> when they get JPP back, that just adds another wrinkle to the defensive uh, to the defensive line. You can't run the ball on this team. You can't run the ball on the no. on the Bucks. And As you saw tonight. <laughs> yeah, no team's going to be able to. I, I I don't think that the Titans will be able to with Derrick Henry. Just for what it's worth, I think that team is unrunnable against the pass coverage is just bad. And what's going to happen? Who knows what ends up happening at the end of the season, but like a good prediction would be the Bucks are going to have to win shootouts. And 
I mean, it's hard to bet against Brady, Evans, Brown, Godwin, Gronk when he's healthy, that offensive mm-hmm. line. So that's basically what it's going to break down to. That secondary is just not good. The Patriots. I'm going to be honest with you. I am so proud of Mac Jones. Wow. I love the guy. I love Mac Jones. Sarah and I are watching the game and I'm just like, I'm elated with how he's playing. He completed 18 straight passes at one point. He, um, he out, I really, I think he outplayed Brady. I really do. I think he played better. If you just look at the stat line, he, he did play better. And he led them and much to, much to not my chagrin, he led them to the game-winning field goal. The kicker missed the kick. I think Belichick probably should have went for it there. That was a long kick, 56-yarder. 56 is, yeah, yeah, it's still a hard, even like elite kickers in a clutch situation, that's going to be a hard kick. Especially in the rain like that. It was terrible weather. And I'm going to be honest, I don't take much pride in how I reacted to that missed kick, okay? I was not, I'm not happy with how happy I was. That's very sports polygamist. It's basically like I'm in an open relationship with the Patriots and I, I've fully basically, I pretty much left them. Okay. And I don't want it. I don't want that. You know how I am. I love the Patriots. You're, you're just on a, you're just on a, you're, you're on a rental. You got like a five-year window. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you this. They play the, who do they play next week? I'm going to bet them big next week. Um, I think that team's really good. They're not, they play that. Oh, well, that sucks. They play the Texans. So yeah, I will bet them big, but it's like the, that line. <laughs> so never mind. Disregard what I was <laughs> plus 37. <laughs> yeah. I, I Mac Jones, we're, we do the rookie QB rankings every week and we don't really need to do them this week. Uh, because it, I, I mean, the rookies actually played pretty good this week. All of them. We can, um, they did. They did. We can bump up fields. We can bump up fields a little bit. He had a good game. Fields look pretty good. Lawrence played the best game of his life and Zach Wilson played really, really well too. And then Trey Lance, Trey Lance is going to start the next few weeks. I didn't like what I saw. Honestly, I don't think he's ready and that sucks for Garoppolo, but to finish with the Patriots real quick, Mac, first off, um, there's no doubt Belichick's the GOAT coach. Like it's insane that he game plans like this. They totally stifled Brady. They got one touchdown. That was a coaching he's had so many of them. So I can't say made him office, but it's like, he's had, he wanted to win this, right? That was so clear yeah. how the game plan was. And both I think teams, he's put no more game planning in the last five years in a regular season game than he probably did for this game. Oh, definitely not. And it seems like, and I do believe this now, nobody will ever admit that or it's improvable, unprovable, but I think both teams kind of looked ahead to this game last week, uh, Tampa against the Rams, New England versus saints. Cause I can tell you this, if new England did what they did this game, against Jameis Winston, uh, they're not like, okay, come on now. That was just, that defense was great. Uh, I mean, that was an even game. It came down to Nick Folk missing a 56-yarder, and uh, it is what it is. You live and you die by that. I mean, Mac Jones, I can't can't gleam enough about Mac Jones. He is, uh, he's that guy. They, They rushed the, they had negative one rushing yards, negative one, with a fumble, a terrible fumble, might I add, that cost some points. Mac Jones was great. He threw that one pick that was not even his fault because it was Devin White on an empty blitz, which he wasn't uh, chipped, which I can guarantee you he was supposed to be blocked by, uh, I think it was Taylor was in there too at that time, or Bolden, and yeah. he wasn't. And he just, and then Jones just got rid of the ball and it got picked. Didn't lead to any points. It wasn't like a bad, it wasn't a bad interception. It was an interception from the 50 to the 30. So, no, I mean, uh, this Patriots team is one and three. I know I said they'd be 12 and five. 
Now, I don't know if they get to 12 and five, but I can tell you this, they're not going to be a bad, they're not a bad football team. They, they, uh, they are five or six plays total from being four and oh, five or six plays away from being four and oh. It's just, it's how it works sometimes. That's why the NFL is the best yeah. thing in the world. So, um, I don't, I'm not as drunk as I thought I'd be. Now, I'll be honest, I am pretty drunk. Okay. So maybe I'm babbling, but, uh, I, no, I, I know you when you're, when you're, I've been with you when you're actually drunk, drunk. You are not even close to that level. Yeah. I, I love this game. Um, very emotional. I, uh, I mean, this is probably the last time it's Brady and Belichick on a football field at the same time. Right. Uh, yeah. two goats and appreciate it because this, this, I mean, some people would say it was boring that there's not a high scoring game. I don't think the Patriots can compete in a high scoring game against the Bucks. If we're being honest, if we're just, because you saw at the end there, both teams were driving. I, if both teams are driving well, it's like you, you have Brady who can throw, he, Brady's better than Mac Jones right now. Duh. And uh, yes. they have better. He also has way weapons. better weapons yeah, too. <laughs> so. But I'll tell you this. I came away from this game more optimistic than ever about, uh, about Mac Jones. I, I, I've obviously like, I'm overrating him. I know I am. But um, in this game, he he played he outdueled Brady in one of the most marketed games of all time, regular season games, and he he played better than him. I mean that that is what it is. So um, thank you, Mac Jones. Thank you, uh, thank you, 49ers for trading up and not listening to Kyle Shanahan and taking Trey Lance instead of Mac Jones because you let Mac slip into our laps, and he is uh, I love him. I love him. I can't wait for them to release the stitch, stitched Mac Jones jerseys on uh, on the Patriots Pro Shop because I will buy one in each color the day they come up, especially with what the bookie just sells me now. How about that? Using my, using my winnings to benefit the Patriots. I love the Patriots. Um, wow. What a game. Okay. Let's talk the upset of the week, right? This has to be the upset of the week. The Arizona Cardinals just completely killed the Rams 37 to 20. Um, you know what this smells like, Steve? What's it smell like? It smells like a team that just played their Super Bowl last week with the Rams. Okay, it smells like a. <laughs> that's what right? Am I wrong? Like they played. I think it's just a hard divisional game. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they couldn't stop the run to save their lives in this game. Um, yeah, their pass rush sucked. Like, and I get a Murray. Murray is. You know what Kyler Murray reminds me of, and I said this to Sarah too when we were watching. He reminds me of a dog that has a zoomies. You can't stop that. Yeah. You can't you can't catch that. He's so dog. small and nimble. Yeah. yeah. He, and it's like he's he like be... a small dog that you can finish as fast. There's a little French. Yeah, you're a little Khaleesi running around. You ain't catching her. You can't catch her. You can't catch her. So and he is, and that's not that's not disrespect at all. It's actually unbelievable watching this. Um, if we're doing MVP rankings, I thought about this today before the Sunday night football game. Uh post Sunday night football game, I think I go. Kyler's probably number one. Benny hit that. I think he's number one right now. He's either number yeah. one or number two. I think it's number two through. Yeah, I have Kyler number one. Okay, because I'm now doing number two through five. I think it's pretty much two A, two B, two C. I think Brady's still in there. I do think Stafford's still in there. He didn't have a bad game. He just didn't have a great game. I think Darnold, Sam Darnold, is in there. Four or three and one, been really good. And then I th- yeah he threw for three hundred yards save he yeah. had two interceptions it would be I think uh, and, and just Dak. like some dark horses like Dak and Josh Allen like those guys would be like yep you can mix match one of them in the top five yep and I I mean 
being real, it's going to probably go to Kyler, Josh Allen, Dak. If I, if I had a guess, I don't yeah. think Brady or uh, Sam Darnold's not winning it. Okay. There's no, there's zero percent. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's it's Kyler Murray and uh, has been a phenomenal and he's impossible to tackle. And it's, there was a third and 16. I remember they, it was going to be a fourth and four and McVay accepted a holding penalty that made it a third or yeah, third and 16. Cause they're like, they're going to go for it on fourth and four, which he didn't know, by the way, they probably could have, they could have kicked a field goal third and 16 <laughs> Kyler scrambles. He evades like three tackles and he rushes for 18 yards. And I just remember that play. I'm like, what just happened? And so yeah. we, the NFC West is good. Uh, duh. I need I say more. Uh, yeah. I don't have really too many opinions on that game because I didn't have any money on it. So it wasn't really that important to me, but it was the early or it was the game day of the week, right? Like of this, of these uh, Sunday morning afternoon games. But yeah. The Rams and Arizona were both three and O people think they're going to contend. The, the Rams were, I think against Cliff Kingsbury. I think they were four and O up to this point. Nobody picked the, nobody picked the Cardinals to win this game. They were four-point underdogs. They cover that and win by 17. They looked good. And I think the Rams did look uh, – I think they were – I think last week was their kitchen sink game. I do. I believe it. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say? Do you have anything about that game you want to say? No, I just think it's incredible, just the rookies that have, like – not like rookies, but like young players that are coming up in this league. You know, just when you're like, uh, who's going to be the fun, exciting players after, you know, like all Brady and – and Drew Brees and Peyton Manning, all those guys retired. Like, which, who are going to be exciting? And we've got like a whole cream of the crop of like generations. There's so many. Or two generations. Yeah, brace it. <laughs> I just mean like his generation, though. You know, like that, those yeah. players coming up. But I think we have even more fun in quarterbacks right now. Or maybe I'm just paying more attention. <laughs> but there's no, so many it's fun definitely young quarterbacks. The position is more dynamic than ever. It's pretty obvious, and there's less mistakes than ever. And so what you're getting now is a football now. In the NFL, outside of some of the bogus refereeing that happens, some of the officiating, some of the calls are just piss poor. But that was still the same back then, too. They made bad calls in the 2000s and 90s. It wasn't a perfectly officiated game. Now we just see it so much closer because everything's in slow motion. So, yeah. But outside of that part, football is now better than ever before. And it's not really that close. Like you have quarterbacks. If you throw more than like 12 picks in a season, you're reckless with the ball. It's insane how precise all these QBs are. It doesn't make sense yeah. how they never throw picks. Or when they do, you know, it's very rare. The good ones, especially. I don't, I don't know the stats for everybody right now. I don't have them up. But I'm pretty sure um, last year, at least, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady, uh, the, the, the best of the best QBs, probably combined for less than 20 picks altogether. 20, 25 picks. You can put five cubic five picks to get a player. It's 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 just insane. And a lot of those aren't their fault, right? Back in Favre, um, or even Eli, which isn't that far long ago, there it was commonplace to have 16 to 25 picks. That's insane. If if a quarterback yeah. has 25 picks now, good luck. Okay. I know Jameis yeah. had the 30 for 30. You get a you get a job with the Saints. That's what you get now. Jameis. Jameis. Ooh, I, I love Jameis. Um, okay. Really quick, Pittsburgh Green Bay, two of the most destroyed franchises in football history. The Packers were six point favorites. They covered by 10. Um, don't have anything to say about the Packers at all. They look fine. They're going to be there. I mean, like, 
we we I overreacted that Rodgers was kind of washed up. He doesn't look great, just for what it's worth. He he looks good. He does not look like he looked last year. He's clearly viewing the door. He's going to be out after this year, I think. the The big thing here is Big Ben, as always. Um, In Big Ben, he's done. I cannot believe they went into the season with him as their quarterback, with Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins as the backups. And instead of taking a quarterback in the first round and trading up for a quarterback, they drafted a running back who is really good. Najee Harris is really good, but doesn't matter. They don't have, they can't change. They go to Mason Rudolph. Are they winning? No, he's terrible. So they're going to stay with big Ben. And this is going to be a, this is going to be what you expect old quarterbacks to look like. It's the commonplace. Um, it sucks for him. I don't like Big Ben, but it sucks for him in the in the franchise. But uh, hey, rest in piss. So that's all I have to say about that game. Not a big, big not a big Big Ben fan. Say that five times fast. Not a big Ben Ben fan. <laughs> yeah, not easy. Uh, okay. Do you have anything to say about that game? Sorry. Uh, no, not too good. I, I mean, we. I think I I picked them to cover, but they. I think the Packers looked good. I think they had their wake up game. Probably didn't help that. Rodgers didn't really go to OTAs or do a lot of practice before the, the start of the season. So I think I think they're back and doing doing really good. Testament Aaron to Rodgers. <laughs> Does it yeah, ever practice? Yeah. So good. It was funny though, because people like I saw uh, on like Twitter, people were talking about how he's like like uh, why do you say Butte Community College? I was like, Well, I mean if you think about it, it's kind of a crazy story on how he played community college football and then became an NFL quarterback. That's kind of a crazy story not just an NFL quarterback he's a I think by every standard and this can rank him low but he's a top 10 quarterback ever and I think he's higher than that but yeah it's crazy yeah crazy no yeah I still think I know I shared the story on the pod like many times but I still love that my dad was literally going to Butte College when Aaron Rodgers was playing there like to finish part of his degree He's like, oh, this guy at our community college, he's a pretty good quarterback. I wonder if he's going to play anywhere someday. <laughs> Your dad made a big mistake. He should have rich pauled it and sold jerseys out of his trunk and then uh, got in cahoots with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, guy, he should have. And then he could represent him. Yeah, now I can be best friends with Aaron Rodgers. God damn it, dad. What a piece of shit your dad is. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> um, Danica Patrick could have taken me laps around NASCAR five years ago. And this, uh, this, this is what I get. You probably could have got a Formula One uh, invite too, because I get, get like racers are friends. Like, you know, like, you could, uh, yeah, I could have, I could have been in Monaco. Mm-hmm. Your dad really screwed up. You should, you should fight him. Should up. him yeah. There's a little Bruin brew. Yep. Um, okay. Carolina, Dallas. Dallas is. If we're doing power rankings, Dallas is top five. I don't give. A, I don't care about records as much. I think Dallas, like, there's probably what four, three, and four undefeated teams or something like that left. Don't care about a lot of them. Uh, Dallas is better than a lot of them. Da- Dallas is better than most one-loss teams. They've played a really hard schedule. They've beat really good teams or played the buck. They played the. They should have beat the Bucks. So Dak didn't do much this game. Fourteen for twenty-two, only one hundred and eighty-eight yards, four touchdowns, no picks though uh zeke had his game this was the zeke game where he ran hard uh it looked like rookie zeke or ohio state zeke which is what you want to see out of him because you gave him all that money i'll tell you this uh excuse me 
Trayvon Diggs is the front runner for not the front, sorry, the front runner for defensive player of the year is either Chandler Jones or Miles Garrett because they're going to give it to somebody who has a lot of sacks. I don't know if Trayvon Diggs will get defensive player of the year, but I think he has five picks now, five interceptions in four yeah. games. I think here's the problem with the Cowboys, and I, I say this is also in the same breath as calling them a top five team. Anthony Brown is their opposite side corner of Trayvon Diggs. And teams just eat him up. Now, this was kind of a blowout, but you look at DJ Moore, he had uh, like 120 yards, a couple touchdowns. All of that was on Anthony Brown. I watched this game pretty close just because I wanted to make fun of Ty for the sharp, sharp betters are on this. If I'm the Cowboys and I'm going to, I'll be so bold as to, to predict a trade here. I'm offering a first round or at worst a second round and a third round for Stefan Gilmore. Um, the Patriots, he's going to be back next week, I think, next week or the week after. Um, there was a contract dispute with them. And I think if you add Gilmore to this defense, what you now have is two lockdown corners and a great offense. And good luck beating them. That's all I'd say. Now, I don't know if that's happening. I don't know if there's rumors about that. But I do know that Gilmore doesn't doesn't I don't think Gilmore's at the Patriots after this year, so they probably want to trade him for whatever he can they can get for him. The Cowboys need secondary help. I guess the Bucks technically do too, but they don't have the money for it. Um, so a contender can come in and try to trade for him. Cowboys make sense, correct? That's not really a game take, but that's really up. Yeah, no, that would that would infinitely help them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they should try to trade. Because most teams are not going to be able to compete with if if the Cowboys need to be passing a lot, which they didn't really need to do this game since Zeke was doing so well. If if it was a pass out, because a pass mm-hmm. off, honestly, the Cowboys are probably a top three team that I wouldn't want to have a duel against with the. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like listen, they throw have, in the ball. Jesus, they have. So Cooper, CD Lamb, Gallup's going to be back. Dalton Schultz is good. He is. He's a he's a top five not top sorry top 10 tight end not top five top 10 tight end they have pollard who's great in the passing game zeke not as much but you can you could easily play i mean you can count the numbers is this more than 11 you have five offensive linemen uh zeke pollard um gallup cooper cd schultz that's 11 am i missing count you got it you can play a few yeah yeah, you can play, play it. Yeah, not many, up with that. not many teams can match up with that. Not many teams can match up with that. Probably only the Bucks can actually have a better personnel on offense than the Cowboys. And if they get that, I don't think they can win with uh, with Brown as their second corner. They need an upgrade. Uh, whether that's Gilmore or somebody else, I just mentioned Gilmore because I. I I, I know what's going on with the team with the Patriots more so, but if you can, um, if you can find another corner, that's good. I mean, they've hit on so many draft picks the last few years. CD lamb is, is a star. He's going to be great. Um, Micah Parsons looks amazing. He can play linebacker and uh, D end, which is very rare to find. We just talked about uh, a digs who is a second round cornerback from last year. That's so much better than, what was his name? Um, Aku, Akua, Akuda, the Ohio yeah, State um, corner that got drafted like yeah. third overall to the Lions, who's a, who tore his Achilles. He's a bust. And Henderson, who was drafted like 10th overall to the Jaguars, who was just traded 
like a fifth round pick. This is a second round cornerback who is, I mean, things don't need to even change this year. He's going to probably be a first team all pro. It's probably going to be him and Ramsey. Like if, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what can change unless he starts getting burned as long as he plays like an average corner of the rest of the series, first team all pro with what he's done these first four weeks. So um, yeah, that's, that's a long take on the Cowboys, but I, I really like their team. Uh, who do they play next? Cause that might be my, uh, that might be a bet too. I didn't bet them this week. Cause I was like, you know, I already have bet way too many things. The giants. Oh, I need to do that. I need to see that. And then they, Ooh, then they play the Patriots in two weeks. Oh, battle of uh, teams <laughs> I like right now. Love the Cowboys so far. I will be rooting for the Patriots that game. Okay. I promise you that. Um, few more things. Kansas city back on track. 42 30 Mahomes five touchdowns through a really bad pick still. Uh, yeah. This is, a, this is going to come off hater ish and I'm not trying to hate it all. Um, I really am not. I promise you Jalen hurts 387 yards, two touchdowns this game. Also played a really good game. Am I, I feel like Mahomes just isn't looking like he used to look. Is that wrong? Like he just doesn't look as good. Uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't look. I feel like he's not trying to do as much, as many crazy electric plays. So I feel like I'm not seeing as many highlights from him. But I when I just watch him straight up, I'm just like ah, doesn't look like him. But he's still he's him even being at like seventy percent is still probably better than ninety percent of the league. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I'm just watching. I'm I don't know what it is. He yeah, I I can't even I can't explain it honestly without sounding like a hater. It just is – it feels like the league has kind of figured him out in a way that is not going to be detrimental in most games. They're 2-2 two and two now, so it's not like – it's not like a gut check or anything. But what teams are doing now is just playing two high safeties and say beat us with the run. And, you know, we'll see if that happens. The problem with the Chiefs – and I, I said this throughout the game today when I was watching, because this game I had a lot of money on too. This game was tied to a lot of bets of mine. I felt I had to like, I had to puke myself after I said, let's go Mahomes. I was very, I've never cheered for a Mahomes touchdown like I did uh, today. Very sad. I've literally went full on crony, okay, uh, on, on these games. I've not even, I don't care who I root for. I'm just betting. I'm rooting for my money. Uh, the bookie has to pay me and pay for my rent is how I look at it. But basically, um, I watched a lot of this game. The defense that they have is just putrid. It's a terrible defense. And I would be, I don't know what the futures are right now. I'm sure they're still the favorite to win the AFC because it's Mahomes and you're just betting on that. Bet the Bills, bet the Browns, bet other teams than, than the Chiefs if you're going to take those plays because the Chiefs are not a good team. That defense is so bad. And they gave up 30 points to the Eagles. The Eagles are a bad team. They are not a good team. And they had so many big plays to, um, to Devontae Smith. And I'm just saying, I watched a lot of this game. Happy the Chiefs won because I had so much money on them. But I, I'll, you know what? I'll tell you this, Steve. The Chiefs are on my do not bet list for a while until they get their shit in check because this is not, it's too stressful. Too stressful. Yeah. 
and the value will, will never be there. Yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, exactly. Cleveland 14, Minnesota 7. What a wild score. The over under was yeah. 51 and a half in this game. Um, I swear to God, these teams were in each other's red zone 99% of the game, and they went for it on fourth down every single time and failed every single time. I don't know how many times I saw them go for fourth down. I'm, I'm being facetious when I say that, but it felt like I watched red zone a lot. I swear to God, every single time they brought this game up, each team was in each other's uh, 25 yard line and they end up just turning it over on downs. Uh, what an odd game. What an odd yeah. game. I don't have anything to say. No, yeah, that's basically it. Just, it's just one of those games where people thought a lot of passing can be high scoring, and there's one of these every week where it doesn't even sniff the the, the over, not even close. But that's yeah. not how I would guess this, how the, this game script. So it would have – that's why I never touch overs. They're kind of random. We'll do Seattle-San Fran, and then we'll do rookie quarterback rankings. We'll start with rookie quarterback rankings in this real quick just because we might as well do that because it's something we do each week. Um, again, don't want to sound like a hater. Seattle looked bad. I, I don't care what that they won. They played – that offense just looks bad at times and really their only remedy is just throwing deep balls and that works not in big games it works here and wilson's still good he had a pretty bad game today i know the stats um don't show that bad a game but he holds onto the ball too long sometimes because he is looking for those balloon passes and listen i want the seahawks to be good I'm going to be honest, like everybody knows that listens to this knows I don't like the Seahawks. I'm not a fan, but I want them to be good because when they're good, it makes it more fun to root against them. So I want them to be good. I'm going to tell you this right now, all the money I won, I would feel comfortable betting on it on the Rams on Thursday night this week against the Seahawks covering whatever the spread will be. They just don't look like a good football team to me, San Francisco. Do you do you have anything you want to say about Seattle? Uh, not too much. Just I I feel like you can add Russell Wilson to the Aaron Rodgers camp of probably not going to be there next year. <laughs> yeah, you know, as European soccer continues to take over American sports, I wonder how, like in terms of player movement, I really wonder how fans here will react to that because we go through all these sports. The only player that I'm somewhat confident in across team sports that is, you know, considered an all-time great will stay with their team is Curry with the Warriors. Yeah. Back in the day, even five or six years ago, it was commonplace for people to stay in one place. Going back 15, 20 years ago, it was sacrilegious to leave in free agency. Uh, but now it's going to be a lot of player movement in all these sports. I will like it because I, I actually, I think that makes it more fun than having constant um, 
constant stability on franchises. Now I say that as a guy that was the fan of the best coach QB duo ever that lasted, you know, 19 years and won six Super Bowls. And of course, now I'm going to be happy with more chaos because that means nobody will touch Brady and Belichick in terms of accomplishments. But I mean that in a form of like, I think it's better for leagues where there's more parity and the NFL is already the most parity league. Um, but there would be even more because you're going to have Wilson. Wilson goes to the Giants, a media contender, a media division contender, at least. Aaron Rodgers goes to um, goes to Denver. I know you like your Broncos, Steve, but they're not a contender right now. He goes to Denver. They're immediately shot up to be co-favorites in the AFC West with the, with the Chiefs and, you know, have a, have a legitimate shot to, to, make, to make a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. Stuff like this is going to be fun for the league. That's a long tangent on what you just said, but I think I'm getting, is that what you're getting at too? Yeah, basically. It makes, I think it, it makes it more exciting. When you see like in the Premier League or La Liga, someone leaves to go to a different league, immediately that other team is way more fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this, uh, speaking of other sports real quick, what Ben Simmons is doing is uh, one of the worst things an athlete can do uh, I don't agree with it at all. And I think it's going to actually hurt him and hurt Rich Paul. We talked, I talked to, I don't know why I brought up Rich Paul twice here. Also dating Adele, <laughs> by the way, Adele's dropping an album. I think this week. Okay. It's going to be called 30. I think she's dropping her album. Wow. She is great. I love Adele. Nobody, if you hate Adele, get out of here. Like seriously, she's one of the best artists ever. I'm not an Adele like lover, but it's like, except greatness. That's all I say. Um, Rich Paul three times, but no, I don't even know why I brought up Ben Simmons. I'm just mad about that because it's like he's thought he's thinking of reporting to camp and then saying he's injured. They need to sue him <laughs> if he does that because they're holding his money because they can because he's he's holding out. Ben Simmons, get over yourself. You're not good enough to be doing this. People are like, well, Anthony Davis, James Harden did this. Um, yeah, okay. Let's compare Ben Simmons to somebody on his own level. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Uh, okay, that's a little too smart. <laughs> that's a little too smart. Well, you're right. It is a little too far, but Ben Simmons uh, passed a, passed up a free layup because of Trey Young. Now, some people listening won't know what I'm talking about. I don't care if you watch if you watch a video of Ben Simmons, you'll laugh. It's comedy at this point. Sorry, 49ers. Jimmy G, a calf injury. Hopefully, probably not an Achilles. Says he's going to be out for a few weeks. So that opens the door for Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance went nine for 18 with 157 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, stats are misleading a little bit because one of those was on a the, the definition of a blown coverage, which was like a 75-yard touchdown. The other was more in garbage time, but I don't want to take away from Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance. I think he's going to be a quarterback. I think they drafted the wrong QB, but it is what it is. QB rankings. Are you ready, Steve? Rookie mm-hmm. QBs. Number five. It's going to still be Trey Lance. Yeah, hasn't done enough yet. He has to be. He starts this week against the Cardinals. Is is more likely than not. Um, A good game against Arizona can bump him up. I like his arm strength. I think he's very elusive. He's fast. I just don't think he's ready to read NFL defenses yet. And it's pretty apparent with how he played against Seattle today. Seattle has a terrible secondary, a terrible defense. And outside of the one broken coverage, he couldn't get anything going until it was already garbage time and they were playing off him. You agree, number five? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think you. There's an argument to bump him up at all. Number four, I'm gonna put Zach Wilson still. Although, sorry, I'm gonna put Justin Fields. Justin Fields played a lot better game, a lot better game today than in Week One. The the Matt Nagy admitted that he gave up play calling to uh, their offensive coordinator very in a very uh, odd way. Somebody said who was calling plays, and he answered with like a four minute hundred and or he answered in like a long thing about being. He was basically really offended that he admitted this. Now Fields was eleven for seventeen, two hundred yards. Um, also this game, real quick, this game. I felt like the Lions were always in the Bears red zone, just like just like the last game that we talked about. I watched this on red zone. It seemed like Goff got to the got to the Bears. 20 yard line every drive he had two fumbles one of them was off his dick he threw a couple picks uh no he did not throw a pick he did not throw a pick was it only two fumbles and then they just missed every fourth down that they went for that's what it was yeah yeah Yeah, okay there we go and now this is more i don't even know how to judge this fields game it's a lot better than the first one david montgomery looks like he tore his acl and that's a terrible loss because he's been great this year. Um, but we'll see. I still think the Bears should. The Bears are two and two, by the way. Like I can't. That's pretty fascinating. They don't seem like a two and two team, do they? No. If you like watch like just random highlights from them, like oh, this is a one and three team. Well, I got some news for you. They play, this is who they play the next four weeks. Okay, at Raiders. Home against Green Bay, add Bucks, home against San Francisco. So they might be two and six. Yeah. So um, he's my number four spot. Number three, with by far his best game as a pro, Zach Wilson. Moving up from the from the in spot, Zach Wilson, who by the way, ripped my heart out with gambling, although I hedged. 297 yards, two touchdowns. Threw some absolute lasers. This game showed why he was the number two pick. It did. And I, I mean, I was all I was against that and being the number two pick, but he threw some absolute dots, including a uh, 50. How many yards was it? 50. How many yards? Do you know? 53? 54? 53. It was a 53 yard touchdown to Corey Davis, where he threw it from his own 40. So it was more like a 60 yard throw. Perfect in the air. Um, I was watching that. The game was 17-17 at the point. And he ripped my heart out. And if they wouldn't have won, if the Jets wouldn't have won that game, I would have won a lot more money than I won. Hmm. Wins on me losing. Hmm. Moves up to three, shows a lot of good things. This Jets team sucks. It is what it is, but they beat the Titans with no receivers. The Titans are also on my list of teams not to bet on going forward. I know they didn't have the receivers, but what Tannehill did today is a crime against humanity, as far as I'm concerned. Um, no, I agree. Number two, we're going back to Thursday night. That was a great Thursday night game, but it's Trevor Lawrence. Also had his best game as a pro. Um, he made some great throws. Nobody will question, nobody will question Trevor Lawrence being this guy. Um, it just sucks it's his team. Did you see Urban Meyer? Did you see that? Yeah. What's he doing? I didn't see that. 
what is he doing? I not game planning. You, game planning something a different game. The Thursday night game, you fly to your ex school, Ohio State, and you're grinding at a club. And you're how old is Urban Meyer? He has to be in his sixties. Or he's eight. How old is he? Fifty-seven. Don't his prime. Yeah, he, did. he looks pretty good for fifty-seven. Yeah, his hair's great a little, but that makes sense. He's, it's a stressful job, and he has bike trains yeah. every loss. Like he, he's gonna be looking really old in a couple weeks. Um, how is that not a bigger? How is that not a? How is this not like the leading thing on like every talk show? <laughs> he's getting grinded on by by a woman, and his and his wife tweeted the night before, "I'm at kids duty." What's happening? That's a midlife crisis. Uh, anyways, Urban Meyer. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence, coached by Urban Meyer, is number two on my list. They're not going to win a game. Maybe they win one or two, but um, there's concerns there. And again, don't think Urban Meyer lasts a season. Number one will be Mac Jones because I think he's the best rookie quarterback. And uh, people can debate that if they want. Congrats. I can, like, he just outdueled Brady on Brady's homecoming game. That's pretty much it with, with my rookie Hubie rankings. Do you have any disputes? Um, might be a little hot take, but I after this last game, I think I might actually put Zach Wilson at two. Not a bad one. Not a bad one. I can understand. I think, and they're in similar situations. They're both on horrendously bad teams. Have pretty similar i would say like caliber of like weapons and i think zach wilson just looked a little bit better today and it's, he's been like going up whereas i think lawrence has been taking just a little like smaller strides i think zach wilson's figuring it out just a little quicker have you felt worse for a quarterback than davis mills in your life uh no because he a- probably he probably was never expecting to start ever <laughs> what a terrible situation buffalo has won their last three games i think a combined score of like 21 to like 137 they're running <laughs> up the scores on people which is it's cute because they it's like they've beat bat pretty bad teams um good for them though i'm not i'm like i'm not hating about that but it's like you know you take josh allen out when you're up 30 to zero when you're playing davis mills you don't need a you need to keep moving. This game actually, though, sorry, this game actually was like a 20 to zero game going into the fourth quarter, and then it went to 40 to zero. They covered their 18 and a half. Um, I think their coach has some money on these on these overs and uh <laughs> yeah, investigate them spreads. Investigate them. But yeah, that, that was basically it. Both the New York Giants and Jets won in overtime today. Very rare. Uh I beat you in fantasy, it looks like. Very rare. <laughs> I'm happy to be doing do. Um, yeah, that's basically my takes. Do we have? Do, are we missing any games? Do you want to say anything about any games? Uh, I feel bad for Teddy Bridgewater. Hopefully he's okay. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I did not bring that up. I meant to uh, mention your team. I hate. I don't like doing that. I feel like a dickhead. Want to know something? The this is douchey. I probably. I might. No, nah, I'm not going to take this out. The game's over. You kneel the ball out to secure the victory, and instead you want to get over 100 rush yards to keep a streak going. If you're the if you're the the Broncos defense, you blast the shit out of Lamar there. Okay, 
out. You do. Easily. That's so bush league. Have class. Knee the ball out. And it's not Lamar. I'm not blaming Lamar. I'm blaming Harbaugh. Okay. For calling. Yeah, he that. loves doing those stupid, like, like they they do with the preseason too about all their preseason games. Like they care about stupid stats. Yeah, and guess what? This is why they won't win a Super Bowl, and this is why they're going to lose. They're, this is why they probably miss the playoffs yeah. this year, or losing the wild card round. Um, that game. I mean, that game was closer than 23-7. Neither team looked good on offense, honestly. Uh, yeah. Lamar had Lamar had one really good deep ball that uh, Hollywood Brown dropped three of those last week. He got the <laughs> one that he got this week. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not – I'm not sold on Baltimore yet. If I'm giving you a list of teams I'm sold or not sold on, I am not sold on Cincinnati, Jacksonville, can you count these? Can you keep these on? Yeah, one, two. Washington, Atlanta. Houston. Chicago, Detroit. Carolina. Indianapolis, Miami. Minnesota. The Giants, the Saints. The Jets, Tennessee. Kansas City, surprising. Philadelphia. Seattle, San Francisco. Baltimore, Denver. Green Bay, Pittsburgh, New England, and then finally Vegas. How many teams am I not sold on? That's 25. <laughs> I'm sold on seven. How about that? 25 teams <laughs> I'm not sold on. Uh, okay. That'll wrap up this pod. We don't need to keep going. I thought you were messing me with, with a second. I thought you were going to start naming every team with the Bucks. <laughs> teams I'm sold on? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, listen, that Sunday night game, what a game. Love that game. Okay. Thank you, Steve, for coming on. Benny, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night. Uh, wow. Tuesday's going to be jam-packed. I have to take my girlfriend to the airport, play some tennis, do some homework, do this podcast. I literally might have a heart attack in between now and Tuesday just thinking about it. Okay, thank you, Stevie. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.